0: Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now, your host, Dr. Barry. What's up, everybody? Dr. Barry here, bringing you episode 72. Bringing you another amazing episode today. We are asking a question, should you be lying to your doctor, right? And I hate to say lying. lying's is a strong word. Let's say, should you be keeping a secret from your doctor, right? Because depending on who you ask, that may be the same thing. And this is, of course, inspired by amazing uh, artist, Drake, who has recently came out and told everyone he has a son. And the discussion is, should he have told everyone he has a son? I don't think he should. But of course, me, bringing, me being the physician that I am, I wonder, like, you know, how can I actually relate this to my world, right? Like, again, you know, I, I listen to music, but, like, how can I relate this Drake situation to the medical field, right? And I think the question was obvious, right? Like, like, are you, as a patient, entitled to keep a secret from your doctor, right? And who does that benefit, right? Who does that hurt, right? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you some you know, some 10 more common reasons why people keep things from their doctor and is that good or bad. So get ready for another amazing episode. Like always, remember to power yourself for better health here on the Lunch Learn with Dr. Barry. And if you want my show notes, head over to drpierceblog.com forward slash LLP072 or just head over to lunchlearnpod.com. This episode is brought to you by the Lunch or Learn Community Store, where we are living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. In the Lunch or Learn Community Store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, eBooks, as well as other related products by Dr. Barry. Head over to shop.drpiersblog.com and get a chance to get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Again, shop.drpiersblog.com. Live out the motto, empower yourself for better health. All right, so I think, you know, with an episode like this, right, like it it touches a few topics across the board, right? But I think the most important, and I like to start off with, you know, right where we're beginning, right? Like, should you be keeping secrets from your doctor, right? Like, is that a practice that as a physician, right, like I want to go into, right? Like, I want to go into a relationship, right? Because that's really what it is, right? I want to go into this relationship where... You're coming to me for assistance, but you're holding back, right? You're keeping a secret. I'm not sure why you're keeping a secret. You may have your reasons. I may have reasons for wanting those secrets, but for some reason, there's like this divide. There's this gap that we haven't really crossed yet, and that's kind of keeping you uh, from divulging everything, right? Now, I'll be honest, right? As a physician, I've done outpatient medicine, I've done inpatient medicine. So and and it's much different, right, when you're talking to your doctor who you see in the clinic versus when you're talking to a doctor at the hospital, right? Like you may see me on a good hospital stay maybe a couple of days, two to three two to three days, and then you're probably not gonna see me anymore, right? Unless you come back to the hospital. But if you're dealing with your clinic physician, you know, the one who's supposed to be doing your wellness exams and your physicals and taking care of you when you got a cold, right? Like that's the person you're going to see a lot more often. I understand that you may want to be a little bit more open to them, right? So I am totally understanding, right? If it's situational at times, right? It's situational to say, you know what? I don't need to tell all of this doctor my business because I don't think he needs to notice. I don't think she needs to notice. And it's another thing if I'm in a clinic setting, and I'm just, you know, I'm the one supposed to be taking care of you essentially for the rest of your life, right? Until you leave me, and you don't want to give me all that I need to know. And I think a lot of it when I, when I talk about, you know, this relationship, right? This gap that, that's going on, right? I think one of the one relationship that gets overlooked, that doesn't get talked about a lot, especially in medicine, is this doctor patient relationship, right? The importance of being able to go to someone that you trust, right? You trust with your your health, right? That's the most important thing ever, right? Like, I, again, I tell us all the time. Remember, Steve Jobs had, you know, billions of dollars and he died of pancreatic cancer, right? Like, regardless of how much money you got, if your health ain't right, it don't matter. And we go into the situation, you know, as a doctor, as a patient, and you don't fully trust the person that you're walking into this relationship with, it's going to be very difficult to get you to where you need to be. So, and... Like, and I'll just give a quick little history lesson, right? When we used to talk about this doctor patient relationship in the, the past, right? Beforehand, right? You would go to your doctor's office, your doctor would tell you, hey, I need you to do A, B, and C, and you would just do it, right? There, was, there wasn't really any back and forth going on with the physician and the patient. But as time has gone on, you know, as everyone's kind of gotten smarter across the board and with, with technology making it easier. For, you know, you be able to learn about your diabetes, you be able to learn about your hypertension, learn about your cholesterol, you know, the the dynamics have changed, right? And the dynamics have changed to the point where you may be a patient and their doctor says, hey, yeah, I need you to take this medication. And now all of a sudden you're asking why, right? Beforehand, you know, I would say take this medication. You just took it. You didn't keep it moving, right? Because when you didn't know necessarily really why you were taking medication, you didn't know how the medication worked. And you really didn't have no way to find out how the medication works. So you just trusted the expert in front of you. But, you know, as technology has gotten, you know, has caught up right to the medical field. Now, you know, you just click a click, click Google search and bam, all of a sudden the medication is right there. The side effects are right there. The indications are right there. So I 100% understand that we're moving towards this type, different type of relationship. Right. And I think as a physician, right, it is the onus on you to adjust than anybody else. Right. Because you have this relationship, you have that old one, right, where I say jump, you say how high, you have this, this newer one, right, where it's, right, I'm giving you this medication, you're asking me questions, we're kind of going back and forth, and I'm trying to explain to you, you know, why you need to take it, and then you have the last one, right, this last one gets frowned upon, especially amongst physicians, right, but it's, we like to call these uh, the Dr. Google patients, right? The reason why we call it Dr. Google patients is those are the patients who will come in. They've already Googled their diagnosis. They've Googled their symptoms. They printed out you know, papers from these random websites. And they say, hey, doc, this is the medication I want. Hey, doc, this is a test I need you to order. So they're essentially kind of telling you like how to run their health, right? And they're saying, I need you to do this. If you can't do this, I'm going to go to someone else who can't. And so you got three new relationships that as a physician you have to be able to manage one by one by one right like again you can't be the physician who thinks all your patients are going to be the type that when you say jump and you say how high they just do it right like that's not happening anymore right like the likelihood of that is not going to occur and as a physician you got to be able to adjust to that type of patient Just like you got to be able to adjust to the newer type of patient who, you know, is asking a few questions, still is going to do what you say, but it's asking a few questions because they want to be informed versus that last Dr. Google patient who, no, 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 they got their own ideas. They got their own plans and they're just going for you to confirm whether, you know, they're super crazy or not. And if you if you don't, you know, give them too much reassurance, they'll just go to somebody else. So. I understand when you when you have this like new relationship, right, when you have this doctor, you have this patient relationship and you're you're trying to get to the optimal level of health. Right. Again, you're trying to, quote unquote, empower yourself for better health. You got to make sure you trust that person, you know, in front of you. Right. Like just because that person has a medical degree. Right. Doesn't mean you 100 percent trust them. Now, on the flip side. Right. Again, if I have the medical degree. Right. Like who else are you going to trust with your health? Right. Like you came to me. Right. You came to me, whether your insurance sent you, whether your, your friends sent you, like somehow, some way you ended up in front of me. And I am here to help you, but I can't help you if you hold back a little bit. Right. So I want to talk about some common lies that us physicians hear all the time. Right. And I know for those who may be listening right now, some of this is going to hit you right in your chest. Right. Because some of you will probably use this excuse uh, just last week. Right. So. So number one. Right. Like I, I, I don't smoke no more. Or I quit smoking. Right. Cigarette smoke, right? And if depending on how long you've been following, if this is your first episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Let me tell you right now, Dr. Barry hates cigarette smoke, doesn't understand why it's still legal, right? So if you've been following me, you know cigarettes is a common cause for a lot of different things, right? If you're thinking about a cancer, cigarette smoke is right there. If you're thinking about heart disease, cigarette smoke is right there. Diabetes, cigarette smoke causes right. Like, it's like there's not too many medical issues that cigarette smoke does not make worse right so a lot of the common lies again i guess and again i'll use lies and secrets interchangeably a lot of the common lies as physicians hear all the time is that you know either you don't smoke or you don't smoke that much or you stop smoking right and of course you as you can see how detrimental that may be right so that's smoking is number one smoke is one of the top ones we hear right Number two, right, and right along with smoking, right, oh, I don't drink anything, right? Like, I may have a glass of wine, or I am a quote-unquote, I hear this all the time, social drinker. Now, let me tell you, for me, right, when I'm doing my social outing, I may do a social outing once every couple weeks, three to four weeks. You know, again, it, it depends on, you know, just how busy I am. But if you're a social butterfly who goes out three, four times a week, and you're telling me you're a social drinker, that means you're telling me you drink about three the four times a session right and i'm not even asking how much you're drinking during each session right you're just saying i have three to four chances every single week that i could be drinking right and i've i follow you know again i y'all know i'm on social media and dr barry p at all twitter instagram facebook all those right you i follow a lot of people right and i follow a lot of people who i could see the trend from sunday to about thursday uh, you know what, they're they're good, they're relaxed. But come Friday and Saturday, they're drinking heavy. They can't they can't wait till the weekend just so they can start drinking heavy, right? Those are my best drinkers, right? But again, if you ask them they say, Oh, I'm just a social drinker. Right? They're not telling you that they drink like ridiculous amounts when they're socially drinking, but they just say they're just a social drinker, right? So again, the amount that you drink, especially in alcohol from an alcohol standpoint, is something that we hear a lot. That's a secret that you guys like to keep away from us. Um this is a big one, right? Like, I work out all the time, right? Like, I'm always exercising, right? A lot of you uh, will exaggerate and, you know, in, sometimes there's flat-out lies. Say, yeah, I either work out or I'm working three, four times. So, like so again, that's something that as a physician, right, we got to know, right? Like, don't keep a secret of how much you're working out, right? Because, you know, being in you know, a sedentary lifestyle can pose some risk factors for a lot of different diseases. So, we need to know, Um Next one, I only take the medications you're prescribing, Doc. Now, this is a big one, right? Like, I only take in the medications you give me. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in Florida. And in Florida, if you are if you have a controlled medication, I can look up to see when's the last time you filled a controlled medication. And it doesn't be have to be something that I filled. So, it doesn't work with the other medications. But in Florida, if you have a controlled medication, I can look up to see, like, if you're filling it with somebody else, right? So, don't tell your doctor that, you know, that they, you're only taking their medications or you're, you're not taking any medications because a lot of times we can look these things up. A lot of times we can look up and say, oh, this is your pharmacy, and we can call them and say, hey, can you give me a list of the medications that they take or they're supposed to take? So, uh, you know, be very aware, right? When you're trying to keep that secret of which medications uh, you're keeping from uh, your physician, right? And sometimes it's not good, right? Because your doctor may prescribe you something that's an interaction, right? That causes a bad interaction with a medication you're already taking, but because you told them you don't take any medications, right? They don't know it's an interaction waiting to happen, right? And that could be fatal. Uh, this one, this is a big one too, right? I don't skip any of my medications, right? So maybe you have a physician, right? And you're going to see your physician and your physician asking you how you doing with your medication. You say, oh, you're doing great. Um, I don't miss a day. But your physician realizes that today is day 40, and you haven't asked for that refill of that 30-day prescription medication he gave you last month, right? So, again, I, w- I want you to think about that, right? Like, There's no point in, in lying and, you know, keeping secret of whether you're compliant with your medications, right? Again, that, that doesn't help no one, right? Like that's, And, again, your physician usually has a good idea of whether you're actually doing it, right? Because, you know, it's just some of the, the tricks of the trade that we usually do when we're trying to make sure patients are actually compliant. Um, another one, right? This is a big one. Number six, Number six is I I eat healthy doc like I'm I'm a healthy eater I'm not sure what's going on I'm sure uh, why I can't lose the weight I eat healthy all the time right now this is something we hear all the time right like the the type of diet is always a big thing that patients like to hold back and like to either exaggerate they like say that yeah I know I eat amazingly healthy or like downplay I don't eat that bad so that's a, that's another secret that we hear all the time is as a physician and of course again a lot of these things especially when i talk about secrets a lot of times we are not asking it because you know we just want to know right we're asking it because we know it plays a role in a lot of other disease processes right so we want to make sure we're putting you in the right category when we're trying to take care of you right again remember power yourself about health right we're just trying to take care of you get you to the tip-top uh health of shape that you can be uh oh this is bigger right and this one i'm gonna i'm if if, depending on where you're listening to this uh, i'm talking to the men right now right like the women usually have no problem with this but the men if you have sexual problems if there's sexual issues going on uh you gotta tell your doctor right there is no point not to tell your doctor uh if you're having sexual problems right because if you're having sexual problems and you're too embarrassed to tell your doctor right you and your doctor don't have that good of a relationship right like like, uh, that's just really it right like if you're having problems especially sexually right and you're you're afraid to even tell your doctor hey i'm having problems like how do you expect your doctor to help you right because your doctor wants to help you uh the doctor needs to help you right because i know if you have sexual problems that affects mental health that affects you know family health and all that like all of these things occur right when you're sexual uh when you have some sexual dysfunction right so please 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 stop keeping that a secret to us right like we know we're aware uh, you're not you're not fooling us, right? And uh, kind of going right along to it, right? For my do- my, my uh, patients who always say that they were a condom all the time, right? Like sexual health is so important. Sexually transmitted infections are so uh, you know rampant here in um, you know the United States, right? And I'm in South Florida, right, where it's you know we have three of the top uh, counties in the uh, whole United States uh, for HIV. Uh, infection, especially new onset infection, right? You know, Broward, Dade, and Palm Beach. So again, sexual health, wearing are all the time. There's no point to keep that a secret. If you don't do it, let your doctor know so your doctor, again, can put you in the right category, especially from uh, a risk standpoint, right? And uh, I think this is a big one, right? This is, this is one that I, I think we need to make sure we hit home. And this is one of the reasons why I started doing the Lunch and Learn live videos, and a lot of the Lunch and Learn podcasts, right? Like, I totally understand everything you said, doctor. I totally understand everything you said. I'm 100% uh, right with you, doc. Now, let me tell you, I got family who they'll go to a doctor's appointment, and i ask them, hey, what did the doctor say? I don't even know. They said a lot of things. They just gave me this medication, right? Again, those are those patients who, you know, they you say jump, they say how high. So you got patients who will listen and sit in the doctor's office for 10, 15, 20 minutes and leave that doctor's office and have no clue what the doctor was talking about. That is a problem. Right. And that's that's one of the biggest secrets. Right. Like those are one of the biggest like, oh, like, why are you doing this? Don't do this to us. Right. Like that's one of the things that we try to stress the importance of not holding right like don't hold on to that right don't leave your doctor's office right and you don't know 100% what's going on right because that's again detrimental for your health right so when we talk about all those secrets right all the secrets we just kind of mentioned right like the encompassing right like what benefits do you have right if you're a patient right again I again I put myself again, I'm a patient I'm just like I'm a doctor I'm a patient too what benefits do you have from keeping those secrets uh, to yourselves right like maybe and then we talked about the doctor patient relationship right maybe you don't 100% trust your doctor just yet right like maybe you're you're not sure if this is the person that you're going to be rocking with for years to come right and you don't want to have to spill all your your information out right like that's okay right like that's 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 somewhere where you want to kind of build that trust okay so you're not necessarily keeping a secret, you're kind of deferring the secret to a later moment, right? And this happens a lot for my men who see me, especially when I was doing outpatient medicine, right? The men who see me, they would, it would take them sometimes two, three, four visits, right? Before they felt open enough to say, doc, I'm having sexual problems, right? Doc, I'm having mental health issues, right? Like before doc, I need help, you know, smoking, stop smoking, right? I need help stop drinking, right? Like it would take them some time, right? So again, those are those Deferred secrets that, um, especially especially for the the men that I take care of or used to take care of in the outpatient office, we I ran into a lot. Right, and another benefit, right, like, again, yeah, especially if you're trying to keep this secret, right. Maybe you're saying to yourself, you know what, I'm not sure if this doctor can handle. Right, you gotta be honest with yourself, right. Like if you and I've talked about this before, right. Some of you need to fire your doctor today right some of you need to leave your doctor right some of you have are going to outdated physicians some of you are going to physicians who really don't care about you some of you are going to physicians who who just see you as a number right and you got to get out of there right you got to get out of there ASAP right and I and I'm I have no problems telling a patient fire your doctor like today right because that's if your doctor's not here to take care of you if you don't feel like you're the number one person when you walk into your doctor's office um, that's a problem right you got to go so, again, maybe you don't feel like this person is, you know, the person for you, right? Like, you don't really know if this person can handle all of the information that you want to give, right? And you still want to keep it to yourself. Okay, that's all right. Again, these are these are just some of the, you have that right uh, to do it, right? And then, especially from a benefit standpoint, right, the autonomy to do it, right? Like, again, at the end of the day, it is up to you, right? Like, again, you decide how much information you want to divulge to your physician right you decide whether your physician can handle all the information you want to divulge right you decide and this sometimes kind of gets a little tricky right the patient will usually decide whether information is important or not now i do a good enough job especially when with my patients i stress that everything is important right like i'm not going to ask you a question right that It may seem like it don't make sense to you, right? But every question I'm asking is important to try to get to the end point, right? Like, I'm not going to ask you about what color uh, socks you like to wear, right? If that's not going to do anything for your heart attack, right? Like, I'm not going to ask you stupid questions like that, right? But I know some people who do. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's so that's something I want to stress. Right. I want to make sure you understand that, you know, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to ask a lot of questions and all the questions I'm asking isn't because I'm reading off some piece of paper. Right. It's because I'm I have a, a thought process that's going on and I need you to answer this question correctly. Right. So we can get to that point. Right. Because if we move on to the risk, right, when we talk about the risk and issues associated with, you know, keeping your secret, right? honestly, you know, you could be hurt. Right. I don't like that. You know, here in lunchtime, we don't like to sugarcoat anything. Right. You can be hurt. Keeping a secret. Right. You can be hurt when you don't tell me that you're still smoking. Right. Like your health. And I say you, your health, right. Your health can be hurt. Right. If you tell me that you don't really drink that much, uh, but you go into alcohol withdrawals after being away from a weekend. Right. You can be hurt if you don't tell me that you're taking medications elsewhere and I give you this antibiotic that makes that medication uh, you know go go whack right like you can be hurt right like this isn't you know uh you know a figurative a figure of speech right like yes there can be some serious complications and problems associated with keeping a secret from your doctor right and that's why your doctor wants to know right like if you have that honest conversation like hey doc i got some things i want to tell you but i don't think we're ready to get there yet at least your doctor will kind of be aware and understand, like, okay. Like, I, I know, you know, again, you you may have just met me and, you know, maybe maybe I'm a hospital doctor, right? Again, this is, I, I stressed in the beginning of the show, as a hospital physician, right, I may see you for two, three days. and But the problem is that two to three days I see you, I may need to know a lot of information, right? Like, I may need to know your family history, right? I may need to know how much you actually smoke, right? Like, if you tell me you're a social drinker, my next follow-up question is always, oh, what does social drinking mean to you? Right, like, cause I want to know what social drinking means to you, cause what social drinking means to me is much different, y'all. Social drinking to you may mean, yeah, I'm about to hit, you know, three, four uh, beers uh, for five days in a row, right? Like, that's that's a social drinking for you, right? Whereas social drinking for someone else, maybe I need a pint of vodka every single weekend, right? Like, those are just they, you know, there's different levels to this, right? So we have to make sure, you know, we're we're being on the up and up with our physicians to make sure that they can take care of you correctly and i think that's that's really the importance of it all right we want to make sure like, at the end of the day we're here for you guys right like as again i'm and i'm talking as a physician right dr barry right dr barry pierre we're here to take care of you and i can't take care of you if you don't give me all of you right you got to give me all of it right like i i don't want a piece i want it all Give it to me all, give me give me what hurts, give me what doesn't hurt, you know, tell me, tell me what makes you feel good, tell me what doesn't make you feel good, like I need all of that because I want to make sure at the end of the day I can walk out that room and say that I'm doing everything for my patient here, right, like I'm walking out the room and I'm doing everything to make sure that my patient is number one, right, because at the end of the day you have to be number one, your health has to be number one, you know, money ain't going to do nothing for you, ask Steve Jobs. Money ain't going to do a thing for you. He was a billionaire, got pancreatic cancer, and he ain't doing nothing for it, right? Like, those billions couldn't even save him. So, again, and I tell, this especially, this is my speech I always give my male patients, right? Like, your pride will kill you. Your pride will kill you. And there's a reason why, you know, men who are in relationships um, live longer, right? It's because usually the other partner's like, if you don't get your behind to that doctor's office right now, and get that mole looked at, right? If you will get behind in the office right now, and you know, get your annual physical, right? So usually that's what tends to happen, right? Like it's not a coincidence that men who are in relationships do better uh, than men who aren't in relationships, right? Because if you leave us just kind of walking this earth solo, we'll all be out of here. We'll all do dumb stuff like you know, jump off stairs, and you know, just to just to see if we can do it, right? Like we're we're dumb like that. But that's why that's why we need y'all, you know, to kind of keep us in check. We need you know people like uh you know those who champion you know taking care of yourself especially physically mentally emotionally uh especially for again i'm talking to the men um women too of course uh but especially the men right we need someone who kind of champions that to make sure uh, that you're on your p's and q's that's that's what i'm here for right like uh, i want to provide a solution right so when i ask the question right should you be keeping a secret from your doctor really the answer is no right If you keep a secret from a doctor, how can you expect your doctor uh, to make sure that your health is the most optimal it can be right like if 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 the secret that you want to hold right, if you want to withhold this this information that you think is small, you haven't asked your doctor yet right like again, a lot of people do that right. You haven't asked your doctor like, hey, I got this thing, I'm not sure if it's important, but right, you don't even do that. you just say you just go into your mind and say, you know what, this isn't important enough, so I'm not gonna tell them that. I have a, a bad history when I did an a outpatient surgery with the anesthesia. Right, I'm not going to tell them that. I don't think that's important, uh, When clearly it is, right? Um, that's something that, again, we, we we stress, right? Like, you know, let us be the deciders of what you should keep secret or not. Because I'll tell you, again, if there's something that you want to offer information and I said, oh, it's not going to really help right now, I'll let you know that. No, I don't really need to know that secret. You can keep that to yourself. That's not important to me. Like that's, and I think the best example, right, best example, I take care of patients, and again, going back to that pharmacy issue, right, I used to take care of patients who were diagnosed with HIV, right, diagnosed with HIV, they were seeing an infectious disease specialist, but when they came to see me as their just their general primary care physician, right, they didn't write any of that down, right, you know, they didn't say they had HIV, they didn't say that any of that, they didn't even talk about their medications, right, but when I look at On the pharmacy, I can see that there are medications that those who have HIV take. So they have decided that, you know what, I have an infectious disease doctor who takes care of this part of my life. You are here to take care of just my general wellness, my annual physicals, if I get a cold, that's what you take care of. But I have a specialist that that's what they do, right? They take care of HIV, they take care of my medications. So I'm gonna keep that part of my life with that person and I'm gonna give you this part of my life, right? See, that's a secret I can rock with, right? Again, again, so now I want to talk to the women. Women, if you're having, you know, women's health issues, right? Again, one of the reasons why I went into terrible medicine. It's because the women kept kicking me out of the room when I was a medical student, right? I knew very quickly that, oh, they keep kicking me out of the room. That means no women's health for me, right? And I don't do women's health, right? I run away from it at all costs, right? And Lunch and Learn Community, um, check out for it. The, and then probably in the next few weeks or so, we're going to have a couple of my uh, OB guy and friend just give some women's health because, you know, I, I want to make sure that we're, we're hitting home to all of the Lunch and Learn Community members, especially the women, because uh, y'all be rocking with me. Uh, shout out to y'all. But when it comes to women's health, you don't want Dr. Barry taking care of you, right? So it's okay if you don't necessarily tell Dr. Barry all of the women's health problems you got going on because you're telling your ob guy, right? Like, it's okay if you don't tell Dr. Barry all of your heart issues you got going on because you're telling the cardiologist, right? It's okay. That's fine. That's if, if you deem that, hey, you know what? I already am divulging this secret to someone who I think can better equip, go right ahead, right? But, like, tell it to somebody, right? Like, if, if you get nothing else from this podcast episode... Tell somebody your secret. It don't have to be your primary care doctor, which um, I'm going to have Dr. tell a previous guest, talk about what a primary care doctor actually is. It don't have to be your your, your main physician, right? It just has to be someone who you know can take care of it in case any problems arise. So that's it, man. So I'm going to see you guys next week. Uh, Thank you for listening to another great episode here on The Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Like always, if you want me showing us, head over to DrPierre'sBlog.com forward slash LLP072. Thank you for getting to the end of the show. I am your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, host of The Lunch with Dr. Barry. And this is another amazing episode that we like to bring to you week after week on betterment of empowering yourself for better health today if you have not had a chance please go ahead and subscribe to the show if this is your first time listening if you already listen and you've already subscribed make sure to leave me a five-star review because your support is absolutely important in keeping the show moving as it is and if you have not had a chance and you want to check out today's show notes always head over to lunchlearnpod.com that is lunch LearnPod, all in one word, .com, and you can get the access to my show notes for every single episode, but especially the one you just listened to. And I'm going to see you guys next week. You guys be blessed. Bye.